The Torah content from now through Pesach has been sponsored by the Kofsky family in loving memory of Adira, who loved big ideas and asking big questions. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the Stoic Jew Podcast, where we explore the relationship between Judaism and Stoicism. Today's reading is from the opening chapter and the opening, I guess, two paragraphs of Epictetus's Enchiridion, otherwise known as the Handbook. On the one hand, there are things that are in our power, whereas other things are not in our power. In our power are opinion, impulse, desire, aversion, and in a word, whatever is our own doing. Things not in our power include our body, our possessions, our reputations, our status, and in a word, whatever is not our own doing. Now, things that are in our power are by nature free, unhindered, unimpeded. But things not in our power are weak, slavish, hindered, and belong to others. Remember, therefore, that whenever you suppose those things that are by nature slavish to be free, or those things that belong to others to be your own, you will be hindered, miserable, and distressed, and you will find fault with both gods and men. If, however, you suppose to be yours only what is yours, and whatever belongs to another to belong to another, as it indeed does, no one will ever compel you, no one will hinder you, you will find fault with no one, reproach no one, nor act against your own will, you will have no enemies, and no one will harm you, for no harm can touch you. Okay, so this is our first episode back after the sacred pause. Uh, For those who have listened to the most recent episode, um, I decided to take a break, uh, a sacred pause between June June, June 19th and uh, July 1st. And the plan was to to take a complete pause from all Rabbi Schneeweiss activities and interactions and and take some time to nurture Matt Schneeweiss. Uh, and then to reassess on July 1st. And uh, thank God, it was a tremendous success. Very glad I did it, very glad I was disciplined about it. Um, And I returned uh, um, from the Sacred Pause, and I also returned to Seattle uh, um, on July, uh, really on on June 30th. But uh, on July 1st, um, I reassessed, and I decided, you know what, I'm going to take a little bit more of a break. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll take a break through Shabbos. So then that took us through Shabbos. And then on Sunday, July 4th, I was thinking to myself, okay, um, I think I uh, have an idea about what I want to do for my summer writing schedule, which is, uh, if you haven't seen already, I'm going to try an experiment with one-page articles, uh, which I'm posting in written form and in audio form on the Machshava Lab and written form on Kolhas Reading. And I think I want to know what I do. Uh, I know what I want to do in terms of teaching, which is I am going to take a complete break from actual teaching, from giving shear in any capacity, uh, until at least the summer program on uh, July uh, at YBT on July 26th. But the question was, what about the Stoic Jew? Um, I, I, on the one hand, uh, knew that I didn't want to do an, uh, a daily episode during the summer because that would just make it feel too much like the year's routine. Uh, but I also didn't want to stop doing it altogether because number one, uh, I gain from it, um, uh, from actually like you know producing the uh, the podcast, and also uh, I know that it keeps me involved in reading the Stoic writers, and I wanted to continue reading, uh, you know, reading Stoic uh, Stoic texts over over the summer. So I was wondering what to do, and then there was another obstacle, which was that because I you know highlighted the sacred pause so much. I kind of felt like this obligation to give a report on exactly how the sacred pause went. Uh, and I've, I've kind of been doing that on my own personal uh, social media, uh, but I haven't really done that in a public format. So like these are the factors that were in my mind that was that were preventing me from 
you know, uh, from recording my first episode of season five. Um, so this takes us up to, uh, the night of Sunday, July 4th. And, um, I decided, uh, you know, uh, uh, nightfall comes really, really late here in Seattle. So if, like around 10, 15 ish. So I decided to take a walk, uh, about a 10 minute walk, um, to another place, uh, uh, on Mercer Island where I could see the fireworks, uh, over the lake, um, or over the body, whatever body of water that is. Um, and so I took a walk and it was night, uh, and I figured, uh, I'll record my first episode back on the way home. So I walked and I watched the fireworks and it was already dark. I pulled out my phone and did a uh, a you know about, an about face and started to walk home and was going to record and I just fell. <laughs> um, what happened was you know the, there are no sidewalks on a lot of Mercer Island, but basically like the pavement of the street meets the uh, the dirt on the side of the road and sometimes there's like an elevation change and because it was so dark I just didn't see that I was stepped right on the dividing line and I fell and it was a full body fall like like one of those falls where you realize uh, one second you're upright and then there's a split second where you're like what is happening to me and then you realize you're on the ground um, and um, and I ended up getting my uh, my palm you know my 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 hand you know like shot out the hand with the phone in it shot out kind of through the phone. And then, um, and then I scraped my palm and my, uh, my elbow and, and, uh, and got, you know, uh, uh, let's just say it was bloody enough that I, um, had to put pressure on it, uh, to stop the blood, uh, as I was coming home, uh, to disinfect it. Uh, and so I did not end up recording the, uh, that episode on Sunday night, but instead I was thinking about the fall, you know, uh, going with the, uh, the Marcus Aurelius motto of the obstacle is the way I was thinking on the way home, you know what, this would make a really good, um, episode of the Stoke Jew podcast. So that's what led me to this, uh, this passage from Epictetus. And again, this is like, to me, this is the essence of Epictetus's stoicism here, but that, that there are things that are in our control and things that are not. And, uh, the more we try to control what's not in our control, then the more miserable we'll be. Now, he, he has a list of examples of things that are not in our control. And he says, uh, our body, our possessions, our reputations, our status, and in a word, whatever is not our own doing. So that first item, our body, you know, I think it's evident uh, when you get sick, you know, that things are, uh, you know, that, that your body is not in your control. And I think, uh, or I guess I would classify with that either sickness or or other, you know, similar conditions, or, or, or when people, you know, uh, get into old age, or as they age, then, then they realize certain things are not in their control. But for, for a lot of people, I think it's fair to say that mobility, like just walking, let's, let's just say walking, right? Walking is something that we view is in our control, you know? So moments like the fall I had, where like, I'm walking in the same way that I walk every day. And then suddenly, like, my, my, body I find is not in my control and uh, and I'm completely subject to the forces of gravity it's a reminder that the body as much as we think it's in our control there are are circumstances that can render it not in our control and then the funny thing so I was thinking about that one uh, you know after I fell and then the other thing I realized was that the what prevented me from getting really injured oh I forgot to mention I was also next to a hill you know so like and it was in the in the dark, and so like the fall could have been pretty bad. I mean, any any fall could be could be bad, and especially when like it's a completely unguarded fall where again I basically like stepped off of a mini precipice, and then just thud, you know. So 
so I could have hit my face. I could have hit my head. I could have hit my teeth. Um, and uh, what happened was my my reflex system took over and my, my hand shot out and I, instead of hitting, landing on my face, I landed on my hand uh, and did not get as injured as a result. And that wasn't in my control. So here we have an instance of of the body not being in my control that led to a harm and then the body not being in the control that led to uh, prevention of harm, you know, or relative prevention of harm. And then when I was thinking about this Epictetus, I realized at the end, you know, he ends off by saying um, that if you suppose to be yours what is uh, only what is yours and what belongs to another to belong to another, as it indeed does, no one will ever compel you. No one will hinder you. You will find fault with no one, reproach no one, nor act against your own will. You have no enemies and no one will harm you for no harm can touch you. Now, we've talked about this idea in the past. And the idea here is that that it's not just a matter of recognizing what's in your control and what's not in your control. It but by doing so and by recognizing that the only thing that is in your control that the only thing <laughs> the only thing that is you is the mind and the will and everything else is not really you these things that are not in your control are not you uh and therefore you can't be harmed in those areas the only the only you that can be harmed is your mind and like marcus really says which i don't have this quote at hand but but whatever the only only someone who who makes the only way someone else can harm you is if they actually make you worse. And the same is true of circumstances. That the only way you can get harmed by circumstances is if they actually make your mind or your will worse. And really, they can't because that's up to you. The only one who can make yourself worse is you. So, so I realized in thinking about this injury that I suffered that I did not get harmed. My body got harmed, and in fact, I got benefited from this fall as evidenced by the fact that I'm making this podcast right now and that I, I got this insight, you know? So I thought that was a pretty cool way to fall back into the Stoke Jew podcast, uh, quite literally. Um, and that is the, uh, the insight that I have for you for, for today. Now, before we conclude, I wanted to just go over what my decision ended up being for, uh, the summer's plans. So like I said, I don't want to make a, a daily podcast for the summer, nor, nor do I want to stop doing this altogether. I think what I'm going to do, and just to try this out, and I might change my mind, is I think I'm just going to make an episode whenever I feel like it. Um, so, uh, so for those of you, you know, who, uh, have this as a regular part of your day, I guess, um, you know, like getting an idea, uh, you know, a, a little miniature idea to start off your day or, or during your day. I guess if you want that fixed, you're going to have to switch to the Machshava Lab podcast uh, because that's where I'm posting my my one-page articles that I'm writing, which are uh, about three to four minutes of an idea. So if you want your daily fix, you'll go there. And uh, and for this, we'll just see how it goes. Uh, again, I'm still reading. I went back to reading Marcus Aurelius, actually. Um and uh, yeah, that's where we're at right now. So um, that is it for today's episode. Um, <clears throat> uh, if you've gained from what you've learned here, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Um, and uh, I, since this is the beginning of the month or the beginning of the season, I would like to thank all of my patrons um, uh, by name as I as I do uh, once a month. Uh, Tamar, Isaiah, Isaac, Rafi, Danny, Anne, Aaron, Ed, Moshe, Dove, S.D., Ellie, Dan, S., Gersh, Stephen, Adam, Albert, Avi, H., Gabi, Ariel, Ezra, Yaakov, Donny, Johnny, Terry, Elliot, Jonah, Daniel, Yael, S., Shai, Frederick, Yael, W., John, Gaula, 
Jacob, Avi G, Rachel, Dan L, Mayan, Panina, Alyssa, John W, Stephen B, and Mikey S. Um, so thank you to my patrons. Uh, alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, as I have dubbed it, my Venmo is at Matt Schneeweiss, sorry, at Matt dash Schneeweiss or hyphen Schneeweiss, whatever you call the, that little mark, the minus sign. And my Zelle is slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are, are matchnaywise at gmail.com. Uh, even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more tour content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, a sheer or a podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnaywise at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.